Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com My name is Jason Newland and this is Let Me Bore You to Sleep Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you are This is available on iTunes, it's available on Spotify, Stitcher, Podchaser, Spreaker, uh, lots of different places. And all my recordings are all on my website, jasonnewland.com. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> what a day! That's all I'm going to tell you. What? Well, I'm not. It's not all I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you more. But wow! So. Honestly, I just, I spent nearly the whole day dealing with a company, an online podcast company. I say all day, it felt like it was all day. And dealing with a situation. So... I'm just getting all the yawns out of the way so I can excite you with this bombardment of pointless information. Oh yeah. So I wake up today. I wake up this morning. And... Um, you know, I'm alright. I'm okay. Look through the emails and uh, I got an email saying to me that says we were unable to take the 400 and... Well, actually, I'll tell you exactly what it says. I won't... Let me have a look. This is it. From podcast.co. Payment failed. Now, I was with podcast.co and I actually cancelled the subscription two days ago because it was due to reset or, you know, take the month yesterday. It's £16. (sighs) £16.80. 
so I cancelled it because um, I, just, I didn't have enough money for it to be going out I couldn't afford to pay £16 so I cancelled it the reason I had podcast.co to start with is because they transcribe uh, offer a free service of transcribing as part of the transcription as part of the podcast service and in the last week or so two weeks I've had uh, I don't know probably about 20 24,000 downloads um, on that podcast so it's you know it's going quite well anyway 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 uh, I got a new printer last week uh, I think it was was it this Saturday or the Saturday before possibly yeah, Saturday before because it's only Monday now printer I got the printing cartridges and paper so all in all I spent about £200 all in all with all the cartridges and all the paper and stuff and the plan was to transcribe every single recording and I did start to print them out printed out about 70 I think and uh, a couple of days ago or a few days ago I started to read through some of them to see you know if any of them made sense and they really didn't really really didn't and then I started thinking oh maybe this transcription thing isn't really isn't uh, the best way to be going so you know I kind of stopped well 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 I um anyway I'll go I'll go forward to what I get this email payment filed hey Jason Newland so it's not quite a cheery beginning isn't it hey payment failed hey Jason this is to inform you that our attempt to collect your payment has failed so I'm thinking well I cancelled so why would you be wanting to take money out previous charge attempted at 2nd of March 2020 uh, 1359 so it was the afternoon but it's morning morning to me really but it was early afternoon invoiced amount $430.20 $430 so my initial um, my, in my initial thing thought was uh, they've clearly made a mistake they're trying to charge me for the whole year and then I thought well £16 times by 12 that wouldn't be $430 it'd be less than that 
so that doesn't make sense. And I thought, perhaps it's a scam. Perhaps it's a scam, you know. I get so many of these emails every day telling me they've tried to take money out and I'm own money on Netflix. So credit cards I don't even have. I owe money on them and, you know, things like that constantly. So I phone up my bank and I tell them to, I need to cancel. Uh, first of all, to see, has any money been tried to take, be taken out? And they said yes. Which, it comes to about £380 or something. So that $430 was actually attempted to be collected from my bank. So I said, well, can you please put a block on that account or so that no money can be taken out from that account? And uh, the lady, or I think it was the lady, she said, yeah. And that was sorted. And that's when the conversation started with the company. And I've actually got, uh, let's have a look. I've got the entire conversation everything that was said um, starting at 2.29 and finishing at 3.46 plus I ended up talking on the phone again twice more to the bank after the conversation ended so here we go hi this is me so I'm actually contacting them on the phone or on on the website rather uh, by the like text thing hi I just received this email saying that you're trying to take $430.20 from my account I cancelled the monthly subscription. I just looked at the billing and it says you are trying to charge me for overage usage. Please can you correct this, Jason Newland. So I'd gone on and um, the sort of see what was going on and this going about over so I didn't really know what that was. Anyway. This is a reply I got. Hi Jason. You lovely man. This charge is not to do with the monthly subscription. Which has always been paid in full. These overage charges are regarding the transcription feature. In total... 241 hours of transcription were processed last month. This next line I was very surprised at. We allow two hours as fair use. <laughs> two hours a month uh, transcription. That's, that's them offering a transcription service. 
as part of the plan of two hours. And our fair usage policy states that any feature abuse my lead, so I guess it's may lead to additional charges. You can't find this here and give me a link to the podcast.code slash terms. If you have any questions about this, please let me know. So I reply. If I had been aware of this situation, I would not have used your service. I have signed up with you before and used lots more than two hours transcribing without extra charges, which I have. Um, I've been a member of them a few times and transcribed quite a few recordings. I have no way of paying any more money than I already have with you, which is why I have cancelled the monthly subscription. And reply to that was by using podcast.co services, you agree to our terms and conditions which would have been available to peruse at the point of purchase where you ticked the agreement box. I'm guessing I'm not the only person to tick an agreement box about reading all of the terms and conditions. Perhaps I should start. That's me. That's not what she wrote. And uh, it goes on. Due to the external processing cost involved in providing transcriptions, we reserve to the right to bill any user, current or leaving, at least the cost of the price or at least the cost price of the transcription service along with any administration's charges. This invoice will remain due until paid. So I reply I am on disability benefit and doing podcasts to try and help others. I never have more than £20 in my bank at any one time. I have bipolar and this is really affecting my mental health. I just add at this point I was getting really, really stressed. I was like, where am I, you know. When you, excuse me, when you, God, it's making me upset. When you've got 40, I think I had 42 pound in a bank. When you've got 42 pound in a bank, 
to come up with $420. You might as well ask me for 10 grand. You know, it's it's just an impossible amount of money to, to get hold of. So yeah, it was affecting me. I am in shock. I've been podcasting, this is me now. I am in shock. I've been podcasting for years and never had anything like this happen before, which is true. I reckon I've probably been with every, actually I'll just, just, that's what I wrote here. Been with every podcast provider and never had surcharges. Again, which is true. Uh, there might be a couple I've not been with, but I've been with most. So there's there's a gap between me sending the message and them sending me it back. Uh, eventually, she comes back saying, I have spoken to management and they have agreed to lower the payable amount to $50. However, we are unable to write it off completely due to the cost to us to provide the service. Now at this stage, I realized that I've canceled the bank. I've, I've stopped the bank from paying this company any money. So I'm thinking, oh, what am I gonna do? So I put thank you. And how can I pay the $50 to you now? On here, by PayPal, I will borrow money. And she comes back. And she says, a new invoice will be raised for the sum of $50. This will be payable via your account. Your account. And I reply. My bank blocked all payments as I thought it was a fraudent. <laughs> a fraudent, that's not a real word, is it? Yeah, that's what I wrote. She replies, What is a fraudent? That's not a real word, is it? Are you just making things up as you go along? And I reply, No, I'm not. That's a bit rude. No, she didn't. Uh, she says, I can send you a payment information update link which will allow you to add your PayPal details to our system. Once paid, they will be removed. Okay, so this is what I do. I've gone online, Googled $50 into pounds, what that would be. And at this point, I didn't know that I had enough because it's the first of the month um, well our bills go out on a Tuesday or on the first of the month but it was Sunday yesterday so I went onto my bank my app on the bank saw that I had £42 or £43 something like that I went onto Google Googled $50 in pounds and I think it's like £39 
so what I do is I go into my PayPal account online log into there try and trans I don't know how to do it so I have to Google how do I transfer money from my bank into the PayPal account I know how to do it from the PayPal account into my bank um, and I have put money into my PayPal account but it was a long time ago and uh, it gave me the sort of information so I followed those instructions and uh, just about to press click do you want this to do you know and I put in do I put uh, transfer 40 40 pound or whatever into there and then it said this may take five to seven days to process and I thought no no that's no good so I cancel that come right out of there get rid of PayPal and get rid of PayPal but I come out of PayPal and I'm thinking damn it what am I going to do um, so at this point I've already said okay thanks thinking that I'm going to do it by PayPal she replies I've sent the payment method email to you so I get onto the phone back to the bank again in a queue as per usual and I say to the uh, email this is quarter past no, 20 past 19 past 3pm I'm waiting to talk to the bank so I can unlock the payment so you'll be able to take $50 straight away please be patient and no problem she replies when I said please be patient I wasn't being rude I just generally could you please be patient because so as I'm waiting on <laughs> I'm waiting on the phone I see my email on my laptop clicks you know I got an email so this is what I uh, this is why I email back to the people it's what I, I said uh I just saw an email saying that you tried to take $60 out of my account. You told me it was $50. Actually, it says you tolled me, but I didn't spell that correctly. She replies, That was due to VAT. It's been corrected down to $50 total. I've included the correct, the corrected invoice here for your records. So, by this time, I've got the lay. I've got someone on the bank talk to me. So I, I just type in uh, because they put me on hold. I said I'm talking to the bank now. Please take money out. I'm talking to the bank now and they just told me that yeah it was sorted they just said the bank person said it's now been un unlocked so I said please take the money out now $50 and please let me know when you've received it thanks 
and I've just put out of bank, you know, just so they know that I meant not out of my pocket. At this point, I go into the kitchen because I finished on the phone with the bank. Uh, also cancelled a few other um, websites and stuff as well. Uh, other because I started thinking, oh, what if this happens again? What if I get another online uh, web company start trying to take money from me? You know, if I'd have had five hundred pound or five hundred dollars in my account. I'd have woken up today with, what, $80 left. You know, that would have been, that would have been a bit of a shock. I never had that much money in there anyway, but it's not the point. It's just, it's a big, big chunk, big hunk of chunk of love to be gone. Uh, anyway, so... There's a message from the lady. She's saying, unfortunately, the transaction failed with code 2000. Do not honor, whatever that means. Uh, oh, she says what it means. This means the bank denied the transaction. And uh, I got back to her because I think uh, I just said, look, try again. They've just unblocked it. And then two minutes later, she comes back saying, payment has been successful. So I replied saying, so is that us done, is it us done now? All settled up? And she replies, yes it is. The other invoice for the full due amount has been voided. The account is now settled. And I reply, thank you. Could you please email me that info? That accounts is all settled. Thank you. And she replies saying, sure thing. I'll do that for you now. And I replied, thanks. And she did in fact do that. Now, <laughs> once I've done all this, I go to sit down to relax. Not relax thinking, oh, I've just wasted $50 of my money for nothing. But, and you know, half the day, it seemed but just it was done it was it was done it was done you know it was that feeling I think my whole family had when I was a kid and everyone had to eat whatever I cooked at school in the uh, cookery lessons you know so it's a lasagna or something and I'd bring it home and my brothers and my parents would all have to eat that for dinner and there's that look of you know the end of it like it's done we got through it 
let's just move on with our lives so I'm thinking okay you know I look at my phone I've got two missed calls and I call call up the, the number it's the same number two twice they called me I said yeah who, who is it they said a fraud department fraud department from where and they said from your bank and I said well how do I know who you are how do I know you're not a fraud causing fraud yourself and I said I'm not, not being rude I, I didn't mean it rudely just as in <laughs> Like you're phoning me up and asking me for my personal information before you can proceed with the phone call which is kind of the opposite to being safe isn't it and he said yeah you got a point and uh, he said I can put you through to the bank it just means then you'll have to come right back to us again and I said no I don't I just do it I don't care at this point I've just given up and uh, anyway what they're going to do take my last three pound out of my bank so what they yeah so I didn't just thought yeah so I go, gave them a bit of the uh, security information but only uh, stuff that they would want and they also told me stuff that only they would know uh, like my bra size and you know about my hairy knuckles you know just general stuff like that and they, I had to tell, you know, the confirmed previous payments and basically what it was is they felt that there was dodgy activity going on in my account because the same company had tried to take out $420 few hours ago and failed because there wasn't enough money in there they tried to take $60 but failed because there wasn't enough money in there and oh no because it was blocked yeah it was blocked by that point but there wasn't enough money in there for the $60 anyway and then eventually they took $50 which was accepted. So the Freud, the Freud, the fraud person said, is this correct? I mean, what's going on? And I said, listen, let me tell you. So I, I said, oh, I've got an email here. And he said, no. I said, what? He said, don't even think about it. So what are you talking about? He said, I don't want you to read everything that happened in that conversation. That's the most boring thing in the world. You know, what? I'm in the fraud department because I love excitement and the adrenaline of it. I said, okay. And it, basically, I said, it's fine. It's just, uh, it, it, I explained it and he said, okay. And I went to talk. <laughs> I went to carry on talking. He said, that's fine. Bye. He didn't want to talk to me. Then I started thinking, what if it was fraud? What if he was a fraudster? 
So I phoned the bank again. So I'd already spoken to the bank twice. This is the third time in a queue for the bank. Plus I spoke to the bank's fraud department. So this is the fourth phone call I'd made to the bank, really. And eventually I get through and I just said, look, can you just confirm that the person that spoke to me was who they said they were? And uh, the lady said, well, who did they say they were? I said, I don't know the name. I don't know the name. Bob, Steve, Andrew, Judith, Judy. I don't know. And he said, uh, she said, well, let me have a look through your, through your details. And uh, I said, can I just, you know, confirm that the money's gone out of my account of $50? And she said, yeah, it's gone out. And, um, and she said, yeah, it is the person. It is, it was the fraud department. That's fine. They put a note on your system, you know. And I said, also, can you please block that company again as well from trying to take anything else? They said, yeah, done, we, we can do that. And they did that. And then I said, goodbye. So basically, I've come out of it with $50 short, well, less. But I have got written confirmation via email that they're not going to charge me anything else. So I got rid of that podcast, you know, completely. Got rid of the SoundCloud podcast. Got rid of the Podbean podcast. I've only kept the Spreaker podcast. And I trust Spreaker because I've been with them for quite a while. Although I trust SoundCloud as well. I've been with, I was with them for years, but... There's just no traffic on there anymore for me. Um, Spreak is my my place. Yes, that's where all my podcasts are kind of homed. That's where they live. And initially, I got rid of um, the website as well. But then. Mm, as often happens when I get rid of the website, I start to miss it. Start to miss it. I don't know. It's, there's something about my website that I just... Maybe it's because I've had it for such a long time. That I just... Uh, oh, look, I've got... Oh, look, I've got an email from podcast.co. Hello, Jason. This email confirms settlement of your podcast.co account after receiving $50 for invoice number 7139, received on March the 2nd, 2020. No further Funds will be due unless you reactivate your podcast.co account at a future date. Wow, I wonder if that means they charge me the remainder of that money. Or maybe. Regards, regards, 
podcasting limited uh, in brackets podcast.co podcast.co powered by Freshdesk and the email address was hello at podcast.co so what I'll do is I'll put that in uh, not as junk so it's saved I don't want to lose that so yeah so that was my uh, experience and I guess it just goes to show that maybe reading the small print is well clearly it's you know it cost me $50 to not read the small print and it's never happened before all these years all these years of websites and domain names and podcasts and videos and all this different things that I've paid for I've never had anything like this happen before very weird it's an ever such strange sensation so yeah so that's that was it Andre God he's so he's hyperactive at the moment running around farting and everything I mean at the moment this is the first <laughs> the first <clears throat> the first oh that window needs to be opened the first time that he hasn't been scratching at the front door for a while it's his new thing he's manic it's something going on with him and he has to he just can't stop himself I'm very restless but he's not going out because I'm not going out and he can't go out on his own he's not old enough and after today I didn't want to go out <laughs> I just needed to wind down and recover from all that silliness I don't know how well I would have dealt with that if it had been on the phone I think I dealt with it okay in you know in texting to the person on, on the website to get it down to $50 from 420 but oh it was I genuinely thought well, what's going to happen are they going to send the bailiffs over or what I mean I can't raise that kind of money But it's done now. So it's all resolved and isn't it weird? It's kind of I almost felt relief as I paid them fifty dollars. Yeah, if you'd have sort of whispered in my ear when I was in bed, oh by the way, you're gonna have to pay uh can you give me fifty dollars so I can just flush it down the toilet? I probably would have said no 
which is basically what I've just done today. No, it's $430, not $420. Was it? I don't know, anyway. So I managed to knock off 280 280 280 no 300 and 380 90 4 yeah I managed to knock 380 pound off uh, 380 dollars off so it was uh mm. <laughs> it was and it is and it can it's, it's, yeah it was that um yeah I don't know this just didn't feel right just doesn't feel right but it's done but so I thought I'd just share the entire conversation with you just uh, didn't miss anything out really very way too uh, way too much information really possibly so I'm put the rubbish out tomorrow and what else have I got to do tomorrow my god do anything but um, I definitely won't be going shopping <laughs> that's for sure so that's good and I'll get some food on Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The weather being a bit chilly. Being a bit chilly. But bright. Been very bright the last couple of days in fact. And last night I did take Andre for a walk. It wasn't late, it was about 8 o'clock or something. And the stars were out. So when the stars are out this time of the year, it means generally it's quite a clear sky, which means it's generally quite cooler than it would be if there was a thermal cover, such as it sounds like I know what I'm talking about but when it's cloudy it's generally a little bit warmer than when it's at night than when it's when it's not I think even in the summer it can be quite cool when there's no clouds in the sky at night I think my most starry starry night sky I remember was when I was at a Buddhist retreat in Norwich and um, me and my friend Free Spirit we were walking walking down the road down the country lane just going for a little stroll really and there was no lights at all it was just farms, there was no street lights, and there was no houses by anywhere near. 
sky was so beautiful and there was shooting stars and just be really beautiful uh, I, I was looking at it and I was standing further into the kind of into the hedges so if a car came it you know hit him first I didn't want to get hit but <laughs> I'm just I'm joking well I didn't but he was about nine foot tall and it was really lovely we didn't hold hands but we did have a little 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 dance no we didn't dance but it was nice it was don't get to see shooting stars very often. Doesn't happen that often. Although it probably does happen very often, but just not when I'm looking. It's kind of like one of those things, isn't it? You just when you look, it stops. It just doesn't happen because you're looking. Um. It's like you want it to happen, but it's not. It's all a bit, a bit like impotence, really, I suppose. But it's, but yeah, it's kind of, oh, all constipation. Oh, I want it to happen, but it's not happening. I want that shooting star to just pop out. I do like shooting stars. Basically, they're meteorites, aren't they? Shooting stars. And then all the stars in the sky, they're not even alive anymore. It's just that, I think, and they all suns, aren't they? Are they all just, no, not all suns, are they? Actually, that's, what people say they're not alive anymore? It's not true, is it? Because you can see Mars, can't you? And that's alive. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't make sense then. I mean, the moon's the biggest star, isn't it? It's amazing, really. And how did the moon even get up there? That must have taken a lot of work. I mean, even China couldn't build the moon in a week. They can put together a hospital or two, but a moon, that's at least three weeks' work, I reckon. The moon. Would you want to go to the moon, though? I don't know. I suppose it would be interesting. Oh, it's, it's got... I mean, it, it's got to be interesting, isn't it? I mean, how could it not be? But I suppose, you know, you get there. You're sitting in your deck chair on the moon. What do you do? There's no television. There's probably no internet. 
I imagine the wireless connection wouldn't be too good. You definitely wouldn't be able to have a wired connection, would you? My question is this. And I don't know what the answer is. When you've got something... For example, a piece of rope with a balloon. And the balloon goes up into the sky to the to the point of like near space, you know. And then a rocket somehow attaches itself to that balloon or to that rope. No, okay. Let's say a space shuttle had like the biggest rope in history attached to it, or a rocket, and it went all the way to the moon, and the rope was long enough. I mean, we could build a rope that long if we really wanted to. I say we. I mean, I have, I do have a, a book of knots, but it doesn't give doesn't have to to actually make a rope but I do have an idea it's just a bit like it's a little bit like knitting isn't it really I think crochet so if you had the rope let's say from your back garden or your front garden or your roof you know but you're holding on to the rope anyway Eventually, not not to start with, because I don't think anyone would want to hold on to an end bit of a rope where there's a rocket taking off. You know, just in case the measurement <laughs> the measurement hasn't been done correctly. In case you end up in a tree or something. But you know, you make if it's I don't know. Uh, is it a couple of thousand miles to the moon or something? So have a what was it a couple of hundred miles I don't know it's not that far is it really and it can't be because we can see it so you have rope attached from your garden maybe attached to a little I don't know tent peg or a lamppost or uh, a sofa whatever you know it's just it's attached to something and it goes all the way up into the sky and on the other side on the moon you know it goes all the way up to the moon and then you attach it to the deck chair of the person sitting on the moon so that rope is connected my first question I say in a very squeaky voice, is that possible? Anybody? In theory, I'm not saying it's it's practical, but in theory, and you might need a special kind of, I don't know, special kind of fabric uh, to make the rope out of. You know, maybe... Uh, latex or something <laughs> and 
all that stuff they make Wellington boots out of or thongs you know the thong the thong thong song so you imagine and that goes from my garden all the way up to the moon to, you know attached to the deck chair or maybe to the um, astronaut's leg now is that possible to have something connecting from here to there and if it is possible that means that the planet is not spinning it does doesn't it logically if you attach to the ground a bit of rope that's then attached to something in space say the moon then that would just be ripped apart it would be ripped away wouldn't it because of the earth spinning but if it can stay connected it means the earth isn't actually spinning which goes against all not all but goes against the the belief system of the scientists see I should look into this unfortunately I really don't care about the answer I didn't care I'm not trying to say that the earth is flat okay because obviously the earth is not flat it's bumpy it's bumpy isn't it look at all the, planet. Look at all the mountains you can't say that that is a flat a flat earth can you yeah you can go to Belgium and say well Belgium is flat Amsterdam is pretty flat and beautiful by the way I'm not having to go to Belgium or, or Amsterdam beautiful countries but fairly flat Wales on the other hand is very hilly and as are lots of other countries and then you've got places in America, the deserts, that maybe, or in, well, I suppose there's lots of countries quite similar, aren't they? So America, Iraq, um, you know, sort of the deserts, where they can probably go for hundreds of miles, if not more, thousands of miles maybe, where it's just flat, perhaps. And, but ultimately, it's bumpy, isn't it? It's a bumpy planet. It's not flat. So, I wonder. That's the thing. I do wish I was a vampire. That's why I'd like to be a vampire. Uh, I don't. I mean, it's not. 
it's not that I want to be an empire, but I'd like to be alive forever. And the only reason really is to have the opportunity to learn to really learn loads of stuff you know loads of stuff I learn maybe languages that I'm never going to learn because I can't be bothered and I know that I just don't I don't care enough about them I don't care enough about the languages to learn them knowing how long it's going to take and knowing that I need to be really I need to be excited uh, in order to do something in order to learn something to focus and study a subject but if I knew that I was going to be around for thousands of years I could say well I'm going to spend the next 10 years studying string theory you know or maybe <laughs> I, could, I could learn how to learn how to do hypnosis you know lots of different things but it just, you know, it'd be so wonderful. That would be one of the good things. The other thing I quite like about being alive forever would just... I mean, we can't go back in, in the past. But we can go into the future because we're doing it all the time. So I'd like to be around to see what happens really interested in what's going to happen just as a just as an observer you know just as a as a bystander kind of just to see what happens I mean the technology as it's being created and improved upon It's exciting. It's, I think so. And that's the amazing thing that somebody, uh, like a child, a very small child that maybe is born or has a, a spine injury or something and has in a wheelchair uh, you know, at a very early age, there's a real good chance that long before they get to my age that they'll be able to walk due to the advancement in technology, stem cell, uh, even bionics. Already they're starting to be able to get people to, you know, to get people to walk with bionic impulse, electrical impulses and stuff like that. It's just phenomenal. It's just, you know, I think it's amazing all that stuff. I suddenly found something I'm interested in. Wow. Who'd have thought that? 
I am interested in stem cell stuff. I'm interested in, but what I'm interested in is the idea of converting or transferring the idea of something like stem cell healing or replacement therapy, whatever you want to call it, but done in a hypnotic way so that those parts of the body that are beginning to heal and transform using those physical techniques, those biological and scientific techniques could also be stimulated and instigated using imagination and hypnosis, using your mind to create that healing effect. Yeah, I like that. That really appeals to me. And I'd like to spend more time in the future looking into that. Um, yeah I know I'm supposed to be doing all boring stuff and I found myself getting excited isn't that weird doesn't happen very often hmm so I suppose that brings us to the end of this recording though I should say that I'm considering extending my recordings to make them longer that's what I'm thinking not necessarily going to do it but I might I might start to do two hour recordings for the let me pull you to sleep and then maybe extend them again just to see if it's possible if I'm comfortable to be talking for that long or whether or not you like it, you know. So thank you very much for listening. Hopefully you've drifted off into a lovely, lovely sleep. Remember to be kind to yourself because you do deserve to be happy. Just be gentle with yourself. I'll speak to you probably tomorrow. Take care and lots of love.